When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan. And I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me. And you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. So it's all for play for still. I think so. Do you want to bet against us? Hello, everybody, and welcome to For the Love of Pomegranate Podcast. Um, it's a bit later to, on a Thursday in September, an international break. We've just watched Ireland be very Ireland today uh, against France. And by, by Ireland be very Ireland, I mean they huffed and puffed and did absolutely nothing really against the team that came here, the, or the team that sailed to a 2-0 win. But that's not the topic of conversation today, Paddy. Just wanted to come on and just, uh, I suppose this is what, what we would term kind of like the the calm before the storm, really, because our <laughs> live podcast is on this Saturday and we finally got there. Even today, there was a lot of rushing around. There was a lot of confirmation and stuff. There was a, there was a number of how many seats were going to be in the venue given at Woodstage today, Paddy. <laughs> if I was there, I couldn't see. <laughs> if I if I was in Paddy's vicinity to see when I rang him and said about number of tickets in the ve- our number of seats in the venue today, if I could have seen his reaction, um, I think it would it would have been priceless. But we're there, we've everything sorted, thankfully, and uh, yeah, it's I'm really looking forward to the weekend, Paddy. I'm really looking forward to the Saturday, and we'll get to it. And we'll talk about that in a moment. But um, a couple of other things, I suppose, Paddy. Before before we get into that, going on for the park, we've I didn't talk to you about the Liverpool loss in six sentences or less, Paddy. Um, what's your feeling on, on, on that game against Liverpool at the weekend? I don't think I could possibly sum it up in six sentences. I'm, I'm joking about six sentences. Yeah. Look, <laughs> people people have tended to lose their shit when we when we come out with results like this. We're, we're just not there yet. That's that's the long and the short of it. No matter no matter where we want to be, we're not there yet. Uh, we're still a good good bit off. We're like there was nobody 
nobody ended the transfer window going, we're in a really good place to be pushing for top four. So I think we can expect to have tough days against Liverpool, tough days against Newcastle, away from home. So mm. either way, there's uh, there's a number of things at play with with uh, with, with the Liverpool game. Um, I thought Emmy Martinez was unsighted by an offside player for the first goal. Would he have saved it? Probably not. But them's the rules. Whether he was unsaved or not, there was a guy who made him duck his head to see the ball because he was in an offside position. So anyway, there you go. Yeah. That that ultimately sets the tone for the day. We struggled to recover. I think I think we saw the first selection mistake from our manager in that he should have brought probably brought on Clement Longley and kept it as it was at that stage. Um I didn't think Leon Bailey was the answer. Maybe Zaniolo was the answer. Um but I'm not picking I'm not picking the the, the team and I'm not gonna be overly uh, critical of what he did, but I think it was a mistake. I think he should have went with his original thought. It changed. It changed our our system, and invited them on a little bit further. And they seemed to be have a whole lot more space for that little long ball they were playing. And look, we, we've we've got to we've got to be better at defending that long ball from the front. That's that was my overriding opinion. Having sat in the back row of that lower tier. Watching it all day long on on not all day long they obviously didn't do it all day long but that was from what I saw um, that that would be my opinion and we've obviously got to be better at playing the ball out from the back because I lost count of the number of times that uh, I looked up and we had a, a goal kick and I looked down or I turned to the side or somebody said something to me and then we didn't have the ball just as simple as that a couple of seconds later we don't have the ball and it just seemed to be par for the course so. There's still a lot of work to be done. We're uh, we're a week in, into a week's downtime with most of the squad still there. So I'm absolutely fine that we will see see this first half of the season the same way as, as we saw the back end of last season, that we'll win the games we should have won. We'll put up a good fight in, in the games that we probably shouldn't win. And we'll, we'll still be there or thereabouts, as in 6th or 7th by the time the January transfer window rolls around. Um, so st- still a lot of play. We we, we could see uh, Philippe Coutinho go out the door tomorrow. If that happens, good luck to him. But unfortunately, now we're thin on the ground and Carlos picking up another injury is slightly worrying, but I don't think it's as bad as obviously what, what he picked up last year. Um, so hopefully he's back training this week and is 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 back to full fitness next week because otherwise we're going to be very 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 light at the back and and probably too light to be playing at back five and I suppose for the positives we saw Moreno back on the grass today yeah. so good luck to him I hope he's fully fit and raring to go in a couple of weeks just a little piece actually um I sent this by um Good mate of mine, uh, works in stat, uh, works in the statistics industry. Um, passes completed by Torres to Dina against Everton over a ninety-minute period is twenty-two passes. Versus Liverpool, how many passes did Torres complete to Dina, Paddy? Very little. One. There you go. That's that's what I mean about that passing the ball out from the back. 
every time I looked up, we'd lost the ball. And I, I, I just scratching my head going, I need to stop looking up. I, 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 I stopped looking down. I need to keep looking to see what, how are we losing this ball all the time. Yeah. It was just, uh, yeah, it, 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 look, I think I think it's time. To, people have lost their shit this week. People are complaining about a lot of things. And I always say you're only as good as your last game. And unfortunately, this game has just fallen before an international break. So people have two weeks to lose their shit and give out about everything. They're giving out about the price of the ticket for the <laughs> Carabao Cup game. Talk, get, talk to me about that, Petty. Talk, talk to me about about that. I, I, and the reason I say that is I'm supremely unqual- unqualified to talk about it. You're a season ticket holder. I'm not. Um, <clears throat> you know, talk talk to me about it. I, I'm I'm very much splinters in my arse on this one. Well, I I kind of have some splinters too because obviously I'm I'm not going to be able to make it, so I I can't I I'm not going to be in a position to have to pay that thirty six fifty or whatever it is to for for who, whoever sees to to pay for it. The one thing I will say is when I renewed my season ticket, the opening line was or the the standout thing in the letter was that we would not have the first cup match for free as we have done for years. And I said, yeah, absolutely fine. And the reason for me it was absolutely fine is because we we have to, we, we want nice things, but we have to suffer. The ticket ticket prices have gone up, the season ticket prices have gone up. And you can't we, we can't now look for a free match. Um, none of the none of the none of the teams that we're competing against do it anymore. So it's time it's time to move on from that. And 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 look, there's no point three months down the line complaining about it. I knew about it in May, and I couldn't understand what the Ferrari was today or yesterday or the day before. And I just I just felt it was a hangover from the weekend that people were really well, pissed off. I, I, I like the price of the actual game itself for the ticket has gone up. I, I saw, I suppose, wait a minute, I said I'd splinters my arse now. I wasn't, I wasn't going to comment on it, but here we go. I'm I'm an Aston Villa fan. I'm fickle. Um, <clears throat> as we said to David O'Leary, but I think one of the biggest things here is that the price of the ticket for the game has gone up and there's a sense of, okay, yes, whatever, 15% increases in season tickets or something I saw somewhere. This now brings it closer to 20% when you factor in the fact that it's not a 36.50 minimum, depending on where you want to sit. And uh, I suppose, yeah, look, there's, put it this way, um, it feels like there was a lack of, trend. I can understand why people would feel there was a lack of transparency at that, um, you know, when it was said. Okay, mm. people knew that the, the ticket wasn't going to be included, but the ticket price for it has gone up by, I, I'm just quoting something I saw on Twitter. Yeah. I think it's gone up by something like 16, 16 pounds from last year. I think it was 20 pounds uh, for the for the cheapest ticket last year. And now it's t- 36.50 or something. Mm. So that's, I, I think that's where the ire is coming from, from a lot of people. Well, I, I, I obviously, because Stephen is 18. So my two season tickets are an adult ticket and an under 21 yeah. ticket. So I had to upgrade Stephen's ticket for somebody who's using them against Crystal Palace next week because I can't go. And the price on that ticket is £40.50. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. 
Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. For Holt Den Lower, which was the cheapest seat in, in the house when, when I got them back when we were in the championship. So uh, that changed over the years. We're now paying multiple, well, not multiples, but a lot more than what we paid when we first got them. Um, look, I still stand over the fact that we have to, we have to take a little bit of pain. I understand that people are complaining. We're 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 in a we're in a a, a bad place financially. Everybody is watching their pennies, so it's going to be hard. I I don't, I don't agree with 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 boycotting it or anything like that. That that kind of talk should have been saved for or or given out in May when when the renewals came out. But everybody was on the crest of a wave in May, and and just ignored the fact that they'd taken away that free cup game. So I I I have. No opinion other than that that I would I, I expected us to pay it and it's going to have to be paid unfortunately. And other news this week, Paddy. <clears throat> I'm saving the Birmingham City Council news as well because I'm a, a lot more qualified to talk to the Birmingham City Council. Yes, you are. Uh, uh, with regards to that, now I'm not fully qualified because I don't know how the Birmingham City Council like how certain aspects work, but I, I'll give my opinion on that in a moment. But Ben Hatton is. In the club, Paddy, or seems to be, will be soon. Um, former Manchester United uh, administrator, and also uh, seems to be a man who went into Blackpool and really steadied the ship in there. Uh, Blackpool and left with some some um, really warm wishes. It seems from the club. Um, ben Hatton in as a COO. Um, it seems like obviously the structure within Aston Villa is still ever changing. I always thought there would be another shoot to drop in there, as in another person coming in. Um, desperately tough job for just one man to do in uh, for Chris Heck, um, and and now he's got some help in there with Ben Hatton, and it seems like they've taken mm. their, their time in appointing uh, in appointing this, uh, th- making this appointment. Should I say? Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know. Than that. I don't know much about him either. And look, the, the more the more expertise that's in there to help Chris Heck with with uh, with understanding how how the game works here. Um, or, or should I say, in the UK, <laughs> he's uh, he he's more than welcome, and I hope he does a great job. Look, you, you need a team around you. Someone like Chris Heck has operated, I'm sure, not just making the decisions by himself over the years, albeit he's made some great decisions throughout his career. So, get experienced people in alongside him to help him make the 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 really really tough decisions that are going to have to come in line in the next few years because. If if we're gonna grow, we need we need the right people to make the right choices and not do silly things. Like he's gone in and basically told us we're we're, we're not keeping that badge as he sees it for now. I mean, he's just testing the water with us. And and look, well, I was annoyed at it. I don't think he had a choice. I think it was I think it was all signed and they had it all done. And I went, yeah, you're not fucking keeping this. This isn't this wasn't my baby, you know. So <laughs> I, I I that that was my view on it anyway. But yeah, yeah. Um, and look, I've I've no I've no other real gripe with it. It, it is it's fine. Um, it's no no gripe at all, I should say. Um, and look, another welcome addition in there 
to you know and, and it's like me like you and me neil I, I need to stand here or sit here and put you in your place sometimes and tell you stop talking and stuff like that so they, they need need people around them to to give their opinion if you're just hearing one voice it's it's not good so yeah good luck to him i hope it goes well and i hope he, it's a very positive appointment for us yeah, yeah. They, they'll have two different jobs like it's uh i know i was reading through twitter last night and uh um Look, Twitter is an amazing place. That's where I met 90% of the people that listen to this podcast. And there's actually people uh, that are coming to the live podcast on Saturday that when they introduce themselves to me, I might have to say, and what's your handle on Twitter? <laughs> you know, <laughs> Because it's, you know, it's, it's a great place. But sometimes I think within the space, and I'm desperately guilty of this myself, is uh, there was an awful lot of discussions about the semantics of of this of Ben Hatton coming in being called COO, Chief Operating Officer, and why wasn't yeah. he uh, a, a CEO, a Chief, uh, you know, and, what, and then the semantics of, well, why aren't we bringing in a CEO? This just shows that we're being put around. The, the club needed a COO. That's why they've appointed a CEO. It doesn't mean that, it's, that there won't be other people that won't be appointed yeah. down the line as well. Um, he's gotten this job, and and, and like Chris Heck is is I, I'm sure Chris Heck is going to bring in more and more people, um, as and when the time comes up. And sometimes within clubs, you know, you wait for the right person to become available. You know, it's not well, like like I can guarantee. Well, I don't know actually if this is the case, but if anybody can point me towards the um the listing on Hayes that that code at UK that had. Uh, or it was down the job centre for COO for Aston Villa. Um, you know, if you can point me towards that listing, then uh, I, I gladly take a look at it. But a lot of these times, a lot of the times that these people get appointed is through conversations or headhunting or seeking out somebody specifically. When that mm. right person becomes available, they come into come into the club, and that's okay too. The, the club won't fall apart because we don't have a CEO. Um, it's just a it's just a job by another name, essentially. Absolutely and, not. Um, and, and, and look at I... that role anyway. I, I don't know whether this is the fact that it wasn't just uh, big news or the fact that how busy I've been the last few days. But at 10.02, this this uh, message was put into our, our chat here, and that was the first I'd heard of it. So you talk about putting me on the spot. <laughs> I, 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 should, I should have popped that up and go, what do you think? And then seen your face and got... Uh... <laughs> Uh, it wasn't the right back I was expecting Emery to bring in, but um, uh. oh, I, did, I did actually. You had started the podcast, so I googled it and I went, "Ah, okay." Uh, there we go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that brings me on, Paddy. I suppose to the next point, and this is going to be a shorter podcast tonight, everyone. Um, but next one is, is Birmingham City Council. Um, obviously, um, for all intents and purposes, um, citing citing bankruptcy after some um. Uh, I suppose some legal issues that they have, uh, interest going up. I think something like fourteen million per month to, is is added on to the claims to the payments they have to make with regards to equal payment for for uh, for for um, from both men and women within the council. Um, not an ideal situation. They've already paid out something like one point two billion with regards to that, and uh, they filed for bankruptcy, um, essentially for all intents and purposes. And I think a lot of people first thing went to. Well, this is going to affect Aston Villa. It's going to affect the the, the new train station, and you know that's it. We're, the 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 redevelopment isn't going to go ahead. It's not going to go ahead because Birmingham Council uh, filed for bankruptcy. And I don't think it's that simple, Paddy. I get your get your 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 thoughts on it first, if you have any, before I launch into my diatribe I, on it. I am going to let you totally take this one, Neil. 
Okay. Um, I made I actually made a few notes in it because what I did was I wanted to go back and I wanted to try and find the um a couple of things with regards to with regards to bidding processes and stuff like that. So I suppose realistically, my thoughts on this. Now, hundred percent open to correction on this. I know how Irish legislation works. I know how bidding process here in Ireland works. I'm formerly I used to be involved in the architecture business, as in I was an architect. I was involved with feasibility studies for for the um the design and the building of a new sports stadium in Ireland as well. So. Uh, with regards to infrastructural funding and stuff like that, I have an insight as to where the funding comes from directly. And this this stadium was potentially, well, it wasn't potentially, it was earmarked. The stadium didn't go ahead, but it was earmarked for, uh, as part of a, um, it was earmarked as part of a, a bid for a, a sporting event as well. So while I'm 100% aware that this is Ireland I'm basing this on, I think that I'm 90% certain that the same rings true for the UK. Um, so with regards to that, I'm kind, I kind of struggle to see how a why Birmingham City finding for, for bankruptcy would stop development to Villa Park. And the reason for this is because guarantees for the bid for the bid for UEFA 2028, which is between the UK and Ireland, um, have come from both the government and the FA. Um, it looks from looking at the bid proposal I downloaded it, I tried to read through it and I wasn't uh, to be honest it's just not the clearest document in the world but most of them aren't because um, you know of legalese that some of them have in there but at no stage could I see that the infrastructural part of development would be funded by Birmingham City Council at no stage the funding so with regards to the bid proposal everything within the bid proposal seems to 100% focus on so the, the, the UK have said, we want you to be able to get to these stadiums as simple as possible. We want public transport to, be bring, to, to bring you there. And it was the, the UK government and, and the FA, when they put the bids in, that were staunch on that. Now, the Birmingham City Council thing, or obviously Birmingham City Council would be needed to, to apply planning to um, uh, apportion the funds potentially with regards to that, because they'll have the infrastructural knowledge, the local knowledge of the area, local knowledge of the collect connecting routes and where all the, 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 the bits and pieces fit in together. But I can't see anywhere within the bid proposal that any funding for, for a, new, a new station, now it doesn't it doesn't name the station, the, the, the new station uh, around Phillip Park within the bid proposal. But it doesn't say anywhere that funding would have to come from local councils. Funding would be centrally allocated through, uh, from my understanding of it, would be through the UEFA bid, which is allocated by the UK government and the FA. Now, a couple of people are a couple of, uh, uh, so also the other the other authority that were mentioned in it as well was the West Midlands Combined Authority. Um, they're actually going to be in charge of the technical study. So Birmingham City Council might literally, the only thing they might do is just rubber stamp the planning application. That's all they might have to do. Because West Midlands Combined Authority, from my understanding, I mean, it's a very rudimentary understanding as well, is they're in charge of the technical studies and in charge of putting all the threads together as well because of all the links that would be needed into the greater West Midlands area as well because the fan base isn't just within the Birmingham, Birmingham, um, Birmingham area. Um, also... So what I was I was looking at as well is I was reading online and and specifically I was trying to read through all the document or all the the reporting with regards to the Birmingham City Council and it specifically mentions the European Games for Birmingham in twenty twenty four is it or twenty twenty four twenty five twenty five can't remember which one um and that they may be under threat so I went and I looked at the bid proposal for them as well and the co signer on that bid proposal was Birmingham City Council. 
co-signer on the UEFA bid proposal was not Birmingham City Council. It was the UK government and, and the FA. Now, so those European games may be in difficulty from the Birmingham City Council piece as well, because, but European games will work largely off the current infrastructure that's already been built, um, whether it be um, transport infrastructure or the, the, the new stadium, the new athletic stadium in Birmingham, whose name, name, esca- name escapes me. So the differences between the two there are something that I've seen. Now, I would love to know somebody else if there was somebody else that maybe could drop me a DM on Twitter or something like that to explain it because it's it's an old game for me. I used to do this some time ago, but it's I'd love to know. I'd love to know because to me, I can't see Birmingham, how Birmingham City going bust would in any way stop funding coming to a new train station um, in and around the Villa Park area. But I could be wrong. Mm. So there you go. There's my four minutes soliloquy on that one. <laughs> Did it take four minutes? Bit, bit over, bit over. Yeah, I I understand that there's there's a couple of issues from the club's point of view with regards to compulsory purchase orders around the inner city academy. That is the biggest concern for the club with regards to yeah uh, to to what's happened in the last few days. I don't envisage it be a huge problem. I envisage that things will, will come and sort themselves out very quickly. As in before Christmas, I would imagine everything will be back up to to normal and. And uh, normal service will be re- re- hopefully resumed with uh, with Birmingham City Council, but uh, it's a strange one. It's a really strange one, and I for one can't remember any city council or anybody like that ever going bankrupt. Um. Well, you don't have to think too far. East or, or Torok went bankrupt, and North Yorkshire went bankrupt all this week as well. It's You're just joking. Yeah, Birmingham are, the, Birmingham are the biggest by population, the biggest are by area. I'm not quite sure it is in the whole of Europe, so that's why it made the noise. Actually, sorry, I think Birmingham are biggest by population and North Yorkshire are biggest by area in the whole of uh, in the whole of Europe. So there you go. Dunmore does nice. his homework from time to time, doesn't he? It was there were there were the rabbit holes I went down when trying to figure out who um who was uh, going to going to pay for it? Yeah, yeah. But there's there's a couple of them. I think Croydon and Torok actually uh, both went bust as well. Um, uh, both both filed it. Yeah, yeah. It's it's yeah. seems to be symptom. Sim, you know, a lot of other places are are having issues with with the gender pay uh, disputes as well, and also just uh, hangovers from austerity and stuff like that. But look, yeah. as I said, this isn't the political this isn't the political show. But it was just interesting to see it. Um, and to read from it and try and see how that what that effect would be on Aston Villa because like it's not going to have any effect on is a HS2 the high speed railway um that is still going to plow ahead and uh, that's already I started think, isn't it we've, well, we've no, already uh, I think we've already sold the land and the land has been yeah. divided off and everything at this stage yeah. and I know that's that's a I know that's a, a countrywide infrastructural development from the from the UK government but um also the UEFA bid is co-signed by the U- by the UK government and it looks like all the funding and the por- uh, the the apportioning of the funds will come directly from UK government and the FA. Yes, mm-hmm. Birmingham City Council would have to rubber stamp it for something in their patch because they would know about it. But to my f- to the best of my knowledge, Birmingham City Council weren't stumping up like three or four million to build a new new railway station around Villa Park. I, I can't see any instance of that of that ever being mentioned anywhere so uh, for me i don't know whether it would have that much detrimental effect but i could be wildly wrong on this one as well yeah. i think it could be wildly wrong but anyway it's all right it's all right um i think, I think we should move on to some more cheerier news what do you reckon yeah let's go for a petty 
Let's go for it. <laughs> um, so we do have the this, and I know you guys are going to be like for those of you who, for those of you who can't come, you're going to be like, well, if I stop talking about the fucking live podcast, um, <laughs> but we we are, and uh, look, it's a big 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 event. Look, it, whenever you make a drunken promise to somebody, and you uh, and you end up keeping it. To me, it's it, it. That's what happened with this. We made a drunken promise um, mm. in Litchfield uh, over like about fifteen <laughs> points of. I can't even remember where we were. We were sculling some local breweries beer anyway. Over about fifteen <laughs> points, but we made a promise yeah. uh, to ourselves that we do this. And now we're actually here. It's actually quite quite amazing. Um, and uh, you know, I I, I suppose it's. Uh, it's something we've been putting putting a lot of work into. There's been been some amount of, of hills to climb and setbacks to overcome, even in the last fucking forty eight hours. But uh, you know, as I say, it's all it's it's all coming together now. Um, we've we've had loads and loads of support on this, uh, and and uh, I think that's very 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 fair to say that yeah. the event is the event is sold out. People have. Uh, have returned some tickets and said to us, "Listen, I don't want any cash back for it or anything like that. But if somebody can have this ticket to go, they can have it." And Jesus, like the generosity of people has been absolutely amazing. Incredible. Um, this is this is never ever going to be a money making venture for myself or Paddy. We're actually like this is uh, this is something that we're we're actually in the in the raid for for this. But it's going to be such a great occasion because there hasn't been a proper Aston Villa meetup in Ireland since two thousand and ten, if I'm not mistaken. Twelve. Or was it two thousand twelve? Sorry. Yeah. Um, when they came, when Villa were over here to play in Dalymount Park against Bo, against Bohemians, there hasn't been a big big gathering, and like that's eleven years ago, and that is bonkers for for a country that has so many Aston Villa fans. So from yeah. that point of view, it's just been brilliant to be able to put it on. We've had some serious support. The venue have been just brilliant. Like uh, Laughter and Orange have just been absolutely excellent. And uh, it will be videoed. Um, for anyone who's coming who's watching this as well, just to let you know, it will be videoed. So if you don't want to be on video, let us know and we can put you into the dark <laughs> corner in the room. If you need to be. So we, we tell the cameraman not to go near you because, uh, uh, yeah, it will be videoed. Um, and we will be putting this up on on YouTube afterwards. Um, you know, after the event, once once the videographer comes back to us and stuff. But uh, mm. um, yeah, really looking forward. There's a lot of people coming over. I think you sh you flashed up a piece there from uh, from Kieran. Kieran is coming over with a group of group of lads. Yeah. Um, I know Paddy's doing some airport runs tomorrow morning for ten past no, nine. Saturday morning. Saturday, Saturday morning. I'm doing airport runs. Not tomorrow. Saturday morning. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Kieran. Kieran asked. Uh, are you nervous about Saturday, guys? Um, I I actually met uh, Max and Simon in Liverpool at the weekend, and Simon was, Simon was going. I've never stood up in front of that many people before. Uh, I have, but it, it's usually singing a song that I end up in front of people like that. So uh, I'm hoping. Uh, I'm hoping. Who says I you won't be singing? Who says I'm not going to spring it on you to sing a song at the weekend, Paddy? Well, we might we might hear a couple of songs at the weekend, but I I promise I'll only be joining in. I won't be actually singing the song. Yeah, yeah. Um, we'll we'll save sure. that surprise for the day. Exactly, exactly. But um, yeah, like it's it's. I, am I nervous? I'm not. I'm I'm not really nervous. I'm more nervous because I want everybody to have a good time. I'm well used to making a fool of myself in front of people. Um, I've done MC and compared boxing events. I've um. I've been, I've acted on stage, stuff like that. I'm, I'm 
perfectly okay with uh, with with with, with go- now watch me freeze when I go up there for some unexplained reason uh, at the weekend. But it hasn't happened to me so far in any of the times I've ever been given a microphone in a big setting. So uh, uh, I'm not I'm not too nervous. But I, I'm I'm just nervous. I want everybody to have a great day because, as I say, I've been looking forward to this. We we actually we we put the wheels in motion five days after my son Dara was born. So like it was the 11th of May, I think we put the wheels. No, we didn't. We put the wheels in motion just when we came back, but we kind of got everything rubber stamped on the 11th the wheel, of May. The wheels were set in motion. I, I told Max this at the weekend. I emailed this venue before I got back to the Aston Inn. On that, that was night. it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's, yeah. That's, how, that's how long ago the wheels were in motion, just to get a, a, a feedback on what this was going to cost to put this together. So, yeah, it was a... Uh, it's it's been a, a long time coming around, and when 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 somebody says to you, "I think we should do this," you you take them at the word and you go and do it. And the the guys have been brilliant to, to get to get yeah. Dan and Max and Simon over, along with Ian brilliant. Taylor, is is fantastic. Yeah. So we're gonna have a great day. I I promise people there'll be very very uh, there'll be nothing scripted from me. That's for sure. We'll we're just we're just gonna do it exactly as we do this and just have a chat. And, and have a bit of interaction with the guys and we'll just have a good day and a few drinks and good crack and I'm looking forward to the after party where I can go and chat and talk to everybody who's there so should be good fun exactly yeah 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 and uh, yeah as I say it's, I, I think it's going to be good fun I think it's going to be good crack and if nothing else it'll be a massive Aston Villa meetup you know Villa are back at one of Europe's Europe's tables again you know um, and we should you know for uh, there was a comment in, the, in in there where was everybody we were in the championship. I think everybody was at home watching through their fingers, hoping we could get out of the championship for uh, for uh, as quick well quicker than we actually did. But look, it's uh, it's time to puff out our chest. I think um, you know and be proud of what we achieved last season. Be proud of what we are to achieve this season as well. And and the amount of people that you know I specifically in the winter months when I'm walking around with my for the love of pomegranate hat on, people go, oh my God, is that a villa hat? You know, oh, I, I find a villa as well. Even in work during the week, um, I had two people. Now, obviously, they know I follow villa because I work from this very spot, but I mentioned them I was doing a podcast and they were there, oh my God, do you do a villa podcast? My dad's a villa fan. You know, and things like that, you know, just it's just bonkers the amount of fans that are over here that still follow Aston Villa. So it's... um. It's uh, it's nice. Hopefully, hopefully people enjoy it. That's that's really what it's about. Like, uh, Michael Huggins says, no swearing, Paddy. There will be swearing. There's no way I'm not going to swear when I'm up up on stage as well. It's like there's a reason it's over 18. <laughs> it's not. It's not because we're going to have dancers like like in the darts or anything like that bringing us in or anything. It's not. It's just because we might throw a few f bombs around the place. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll I'll have to watch my f bomb seeing as my mother will be in the audience. So uh, oh. yeah, I'll, I'll be I'll be on my best behaviour. Not. Oh, well. Yeah, yeah. Oh well, we might turn off your microphone so we get a bleep machine in for you. We get a bleep machine. She, she's um, well. She's well used to me at this stage. <laughs> she has watched the match with you, yeah. She definitely has. Oh, lots of times, yeah. yeah. <laughs> She's attended matches with me over the years. <laughs> that's what I mean, yeah, yeah, that's what I mean. Um, yeah, and so look, as I say, it's, uh, yeah, so Chad, actually, good to see you, Chad. Chad asks, how many people, oh, how many people were we expecting to turn up? There will be about 300 people. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. 
The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Yeah, so yeah. about 300 people will be there. So um, two, the venue, two, 280 just... tickets sold out, plus everybody else is going to help us out on the day. Um, when people are arriving, there is a photo booth. Go in there, take pictures. Myself and Neil yes. will be buzzing around. If we can get in with you, we will. We also have some, for the love of Pomegranate merchandise that we'd love to shift on. So mm-hmm. if, uh, if, if anyone's feeling that way inclined, that's the only thing in the venue we have to pay cash for. So just be yeah. mindful of that. So... Uh, do your, do your damnedest, and we'll uh, we'll uh, we'll have a great day, and we'll we'll take loads of pictures. When if you're there, take pictures, tag me and Neil in it. Do do your best to, to light up the Villa social media this weekend with this with this podcast because it's going to be good fun and good crack. Absolutely, Ronan Ward asks, "Is there any harp on draft?" Asking for a friend, I know who that friend is, and and uh, <laughs> I don't think they sell harp in this establishment. Uh, but uh, if he wants oh. to bring his own keg, they'll hook it up for him. Um, <laughs> yeah, Har- Harpic. It's it's that's why they removed the last two letters from from Harpic so they could sell it on draft. Stuff is wild. Um, <laughs> I Paddy, I I think that's kind of going to do it for us. Um, busy couple of days, and that's why we haven't been on much over the last couple of days. There's like there hasn't been that much to talk about, but you know we've been busy trying to get this ready. Um, and uh, this uh, I you know. Even if this is even a modicum of success, it won't be the last one we we do because I've had I've had fun putting it together, you know, and uh, I've uh, you know as I say it's uh, it's it's, it's mm. nice it's nice to get it get a villa gathering together because uh, you know the amount of amount of villa fans is kind of brought out of the out of the woodwork in a good way. I mean that very much in a good way. Like even friends of mine, even people I know, acquaintances of mine. Oh yeah, I follow Villa as well. Like they would know I. They would have known I would have followed Villa, like, but you know, now they're really getting back into following Villa again, and it's 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 good to see. So, yeah, yeah. and thanks so much to all of you for your support as well. Absolutely, it's it's absolutely mind blowing to think that there's 280 people after buying tickets to, to come and see us, mm-hmm. and and most and and we had sold out before the <laughs> most of the guests were announced, which was absolutely nuts yeah. as well. So, it just goes to show the the, the support we've had from uh, from our little parish we have here on. Uh, Love Paul McGrath podcast, so it is really, really nice. And I haven't told you this yet, Neil, but I have actually got part two of this uh, live podcast provisionally booked because they asked me, they told me the date was available, so I provisionally booked it. So we'll we'll cross that bridge when we see if we can get through this weekend and be yeah. still standing uh, by the time we, we move on to the after party. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, I'll let you break it to my missus about part two of this one, Paddy. I'll let you break it to her. Um, <laughs> as opposed to me. I don't know how the hell I'm getting to hop on a train tomorrow at ha- in the middle of the day and not come back until late Sunday afternoon. I, I think I think there's I think she had some sort of a weakness or fell and hit her head at some stage, but um I'm away for the weekend. And if anyone spots me sober. Make sure that make sure that I rectify that situation very, very quickly. <laughs> well, w- once you're sober, when we arrive at the venue, we we can rectify the situation then. So you can you can slowly build yourself up while we're up there on that stage. But uh, let's coffees. get through the, let's get through this one without uh, without making a complete show of ourselves. We can do that later on in the day. We, we want Johnny Vegas. It. We want Johnny Vegas. It. Anyway. Excellent. Well, listen, look, we're going to leave it at that, guys. Um, it's nearly 11 o'clock and 
while we are long past needing to get beauty sleep myself and Paddy, um, it would be no harm to hit the hay uh, so that we can make a full run of the day tomorrow. Thanks so much, everybody, for watching and for listening. Um, really appreciate it. Uh, as I said, we'd be very inactive. Well, actually, no, we'd, be, we'd probably be flooding social media at the weekend with pictures and stuff like that. But from a podcasting point of view, probably be middle to the, to the end of next week by the time we're back again. Um, just ramping up, I suppose, for when Villa are back, uh, back in action once more. But in the meantime, everybody, uh, stay safe and stay healthy. And all that's left to say is up the Villa. Up the Villa. Podcast Network. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.